Welcome, wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host, Brandy, and on this show we talk about all things wrestling, from AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show, we're going to be covering NXT for 5-4 and NXT UK for 5-6. So let's get down to the wrestling business, shall we? First on NXT UK, we have Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Lilo Ruff in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Now, I'm going to start off with Lilo Ruff. Lilo Ruff is a fantastic wrestler. This young wrestler is so good, such a great performer, and I really love him. Now, my problem with Isaiah Swerve Scott is in the beginning, I liked him. I liked him in 205 Live. I thought he was a great, great, great performer. I thought he had potential to be something really, really good. But now, as a heel, he's turning into one of those classic, I'm a bully, I'm gonna. I'm better than you, I'm going to show you how good I am, and that's just how it's going to be. The feud between him and Ruff has been incredible. This feud is just phenomenal. Back and forth, Swerve, you know, winning some matches, Ruff winning some, the beating the heck out of each other in the back of the locker room, the beating the heck out of each other on yeah, outside in the ring and outside the ring, outside in the parking lot, it's just been brutal. Brutal between the two of them. So to finally get to see a Falls Count anywhere, no DQ match against these two competitors was the perfect way to either end the feud or make the feud even stronger. Now, of course, the match was good. This went on, I mean, forever. You would have thought that this should have been the main event because this just went on forever and ever and ever, on and on and on. Back and forth, rough, you know, toolbox, you know, tables, lockers, you know, Ring ropes, you buck turnbuckles, steps, you know, plate glass, you know, anything they could find, they were beating the daylights out of each other with. This was downright brutal. Of course, we all know Swerve. He's the type of person that likes you know, He's a heel. He'll cheat. That's what they do. With it being an ODQ, I kind of thought maybe, you know, Ruff might get a little help from a couple of his buddies in the back. I thought Swerve might throw a few out, you know, but I figured in the end Ruff would win this match because this is literally, guys, if you've not seen this match, go to the WWE Network on Peacock. Go to your social media. Go look at this false count anywhere match. This thing is just brutal. It's brutal. It's one of the, it's a very good, it's a classic match. It's great. The feud between them just escalates and culminates into this huge false count anywhere match that you just don't see coming. It's incredible. Go look at it. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't watched NXT, I highly recommend you watch this because this 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 match is fantastic. It's it's great. I love it. Of course, Swerve wins. He wins, but he wins not clean, not completely clean. Count. Granted, you know, false count anywhere matches are no DQ. His little entourage buddy happens to stop Swerve or stop Lee Ruff just as he's about to win. Helping Swerve get the win. I love you, Isaiah. I do. You are a great in-ring performer. My problem is, is that you play absolutely downright bully dirty, and I don't like it. I don't like it. 
Ruff is a great in-ring performer. Ruff deserves more credit where credit's due. I mean, come on, guys. He beat Johnny Gargano for the North American title. Johnny freaking wrestling. He beat him. He deserves more credit where credit is due. I'm interested to see where this fight's going to go. Where this feud is going to... Is this feud really truly over? Or do we have something else in store? Especially with Isaiah Swerve Scott using his entourage to... Could we be seeing a new faction form? What are we seeing here? I'm interested to see where this is going to go. But like I said, guys, go to Peacock. If you have it, go to the WWE Network and go watch this match. If you don't have Peacock and you don't have the WWE Network... Go to your social media and type in Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Leon Ruff in a Falls Count Anywhere match and go watch this match. This match is brutal, but it's a great match. I loved it. Now we move on to Mr. Regal. Regal's in his office. He's always in his office. Sometimes he's outside, but sometimes he's in his office. And Johnny Gargano just can't seem to get over the fact that he's got to face Bronson Reed for the North American title. Gargano just can't let it go. Johnny, 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 let it go. Austin Theory lost. It was a fair, fair loss. You know, take your medicine and prove that you are a good North American champ and take on Bronson Reed. Don't whine about it. Don't complain about it. Please just don't. Leave it alone. But, of course, he didn't. And he walks into Regal's office demanding that Regal change the match between him and Bronson Reed. What he doesn't see is when he walks into the uh, office, Regal is in there, but he's not alone. He has none other than the deadly vixen Scarlet sitting at his desk talking to him. Not quite sure what they were conversating about, but we can only know that it has something to do with the Doomsday Simicina Carrion Cross. We know it does. You got Scarlet, you got Carrion. That's just how it goes. Austin's staring at her the whole time, and I'm sitting there, and I'm pretty sure some of you are too, and for those of you who are, who have not seen it, go watch it. It's a great little promo. Love it. Fantastic. He's sitting there staring at Scarlet, and I'm thinking, oh boy, what are you doing? That's the wrong thing to do. Ask anybody who has ever dealt with Karrion Cross. Scarlet is a big no-no. Huge no-no. You don't touch Scarlet. You don't even look in Scarlet's direction. But, of course, he doesn't. And Austin does this little thing and starts talking about how big her. And you're like, big what? And you're thinking, you better not be thinking what I think you're staring at. Because if you are, bad boy. Bad boy theory. He grabs her hands and says, what big claws you have. Scarlet is annoyed. Absolutely annoyed with theory. She touched Scarlet. Oopsie, bad idea. He touched Scarlet. Gargano comes in there and pulls him away, and he's still trying to chat up Scarlet. And I'm like, have you lost your mind? Leave Scarlet alone. Big target on your back. Leave him a liver low. Please don't. Please don't. Of course, we have our next match, which of course involves Cameron Grimes. Oh, Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes. What can I say about good old Cameron Grimes other than he is absolutely hilarious. I love him. He's fantastic. He's to the moon. I love it. I love everything about Cameron Grimes. I think he was great. Of course, he was facing, you know, one of 
Seth Rollins's Under the Table. We're not going to say, but he is from Black and Brave. So, you know, anybody who knows Black and Brave knows that belongs to none other than Seth Rollins. So, he faced, you know, hell from Black, Black and Brave. I kind of liked it. The debut was good. The match was good. Cameron Grimes, fantastic. Hell, fantastic. I liked it. Hell actually showcased what he could do. Impressive, boy. Color me impressed. You were impressive. I was really impressed with it. Of course, Cameron Grimes did win that match. Celebrating his little victory. So happy that he won. Okay, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. We move on to Casey, Catanzaro, and Caden Carter. These girls are not getting the credit where the credit is due. These girls are good. Casey, fantastic. Caden, fantastic. This whole thing involving, you know, their friends, you know, and this whole thing with the dragon and all this. Okay, guys. Y'all have gone as far as you can go with that storyline between Casey and Caden. Let's drop it. Let's move on. Let's let these girls go for something a little bit more to their liking and taste. And, of course, they are talking about the tag titles, which are held by Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Do I like this? Oh, yes, I do. I would love to see these, the, you know, these two tag teams go against each other head-to-head. Do I think Caden and Casey have a shot? Oh, yeah, they do. Whether it's Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon or it's Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, which, of course, they do have a match for the titles, a street fight later on that night. Whichever team it is that's holding the titles, Casey and Caden could really give them a run for their money. The problem I have is, again, sticking her nose where it doesn't belong with her little pooch prince. I'm talking about Frankie Monet. She keeps popping up. She is literally pushing the NXT women's division to their breaking point, And she's going to poke the wrong woman. And she's going to get her hand bit off. It's not going to be pretty if she keeps sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. She's making every woman in that division mad. And the last thing you want to do is make someone in that division mad. Because when you do, they come for you. There is no question. Whether it be the men's division or the women's division. You make someone mad, they're going to get tired of it. They're going to come after you. And the last thing that Frankie wants, and Frankie's good. I mean, guys, she's good. She's fantastic. Granted, we've not seen her wrestle in you know, NXT yet. But I've seen her wrestle in Impact. She, for those of you who don't know, was Valkyrie and Impact. She is fantastic. She is great. She's killer on the mic. She's great in the ring. She's dominant. Come on, NXT. Stop having her play. Let me interrupt the women's division. Let her go out there and showcase what she can do. Let people see Frankie Monet in the ring. Of course, like I said, she's poking the women's division. She keeps sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. She's going to bite off more than she can chew, and she's going to get her butt whooped. I'm telling you, it's, it's coming. It's a matter of time before it comes. Cameron Grimes back there celebrating his win. I love that they're doing this with Cameron Grimes. I love that they keep going a little bit further into this storyline with Cameron Grimes. I, I love it. He's back there celebrating his win. You know, victory, yahoo, I won. Everest. What can I say about this tag team, but what in the world is happening? I'm not quite sure what to think about Everrise. I, I, I don't know how to feel about them. I, I just don't. 
They come and basically interrupt Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes wants nothing to do with their little shenanigans or their little goofy things or their little podcasts. He wants nothing to do with it. He walks off. Everise finds it rude. Guys, you may disagree with me. You may have a different opinion of Everise. And you may have a different opinion with Cameron Grimes. If you do, like I said, get on social media and tell me. Tell me. I, I love hearing your opinions. I love to hear your voice. I love to hear what you have to say. I love the feedback. But Everise, mm-mm, mm-mm, uh-uh. This tag team, I don't know what to think of them. They're, they're goofy. They're silly. To me, they seem like they're trying to copy another tag team we know as Breezango. I could be completely wrong. But to me, that's what it seems like. They're great in the ring. But I just can't get on board Everise quite yet. Cameron Grimes, I love. I love him. He's fantastic. I love him. Keep going the way you're going creative. You've got me liking him. I love it. Now, this was the match I was excited about. This was the match I was waiting for. This is one of the matches I told you guys was my one to watch. This was the one I told you to keep a close eye on. It is, of course, the Grizzled Young Vets versus Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Now, for those of you who have not seen either one of these tag teams, or have not seen these guys individually, go to social media. Go look them up. I'm going to start with the Grizzled Young Vets first. They are from NXT UK. Go watch them on NXT UK on Peacock on the WWE Network. Go watch them. If you can't, if you don't have the Peacock and you don't have WWE Network, go type in Grizzled Young Vets on social media. These guys are phenomenal. They are fantastic. Their banter, everything about them makes them a great tag team. Now, as for Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Let me start with Thatcher first. Let me preface this. In the beginning, I did not like Timothy Thatcher. Didn't like anything about him. I thought this is just another one of those Matt Riddle scenarios where you don't just don't want to deal with him. Thatcher has since proved me wrong. Thatcher is amazing. He is fantastic. Go on social media. Look up Timothy Thatcher. Just because he's MMA trained, just because he's UFC trained, he is good without those credentials. Fantastic. I love him. And when you put him with Daddy, Tommaso Ciampa, oh, this is a good tag team. This is a stellar tag team. I love them. I absolutely love them. Grizzled Young Vets seem to think that they're entitled to the tag team MSK. They think that they deserve the tag team titles. They believe they were robbed. They believe that they should be at the front of the line, the next contenders to take on MSK. Grizzled Young Vets, you had your shot back at Stand and Deliver to try to win those titles. You were in the title picture. You were going for the forfeited titles from Birch and Lorican against MSK. You failed. You did not win that match. Granted, you gave a great effort, a good a good fight, but you didn't win. You are not entitled to a tag team title match. You, this is not, I'm entitled to stuff, Grizzled Young Vets. Earn it. It's all about earning it. Thatcher and Champa, they're proving they deserve a shot. They, every week, every time they come out, they steal the freaking show. They dominate the ring. They're a powerful tag team. They're fantastic. If anybody deserves a shot at those tag team titles against MSK, it is Thatcher and Champa. That's just the way I feel about it. 
You guys may disagree. And like I said, you let me know. I, I, I think it's Thatcher and Champa. They deserve a shot better, more than anybody else because they've proven that they are good. They Every time they face an opponent, they prove what they, they show what they can do. They prove that they deserve to be tag team champs. They really do. Of course, that match, fantastic match. Back and forth, not quite sure. Wasn't sure whether the Grizzled Young Vets could get it. Of course, you know, they isolated Thatcher. Thatcher pretty much showcasing what he could do, fighting the heck to try to win. You know, pretty much, you know, trying to keep, you know, keep the match, you know, in his and Champa's favor. <laughs> Tomasa and Thatcher won this match. They won this match. They deserved that win. They earned that win. That, to me, was the best match I had seen in a long time between these, between any tag team any tag teams in NXT. This was good. This is why I said they deserve a shot at those tag team titles against MSK because they're just that good. They're just that dang good. Okay, Johnny Gargano, I told you guys, he has been really, really trying to get out of this Bronson Reed fight. Desperately trying to get Regal to get him out of the fight so what he doesn't have to face Bronson Reed. Chicken. That's what I'm saying. He's a chicken. He's afraid to defend his title. Classic Johnny Gargano expected. What Johnny Gargano isn't happy about is now he's found out that because of the little stunt Austin, I warned you guys what was I told you guys what was gonna happen. Because of Austin's little stunt with Scarlet, Austin is now gotta face Carrie and Cross next week. <laughs> I warned you. I warned you. Don't Go after Scarlet. It does not end well for you. Carrion, you become Carrion's target. Big bullseye on your back. He's coming after you. So now Gargano has found out poor little Austin Theory has got to face Carrion Cross next week. Uh, I'm sorry. You're in Carrion's crosshairs. You're, you're in trouble, Austin. You are in big trouble. Bad idea, boy. Bad idea. Swerve, we got to see him walk out with his new bunch. Like I said. I'm questioning about his entourage. Were they just there for the, you know, the Falls Count Anywhere match? Or were we, are we actually seeing a new faction? Could we be seeing a new faction? I'm interested to see where they're going to go with this. Like I said, it could have just been a one-time deal. I don't know. I'm interested to see. I'm curious to see where NXT Creative is going to go with this. I really am. Now, my favorite part. My favorite part. Outcomes are NXT champion Karrion Cross. I have told you guys how I felt about Karrion Cross from the beginning. Karrion is the one to watch. He is the most dominating champ next to Finn Balor, next to Adam Cole, and next to Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre that I have ever seen. Karrion is deadly. He's dangerous. He is a powerhouse. You do not want to challenge Karrion Cross. You just don't. The Doomsday Sumacita is not very nice when you get in his sights. You don't want to deal with him because everybody pays the toll and you're going to pay it. And you're going to pay it hard. Of course he comes up and he's talking about how he said any challenger that wants to step up to him, step up. Come on. Come, come come, challenge me. Step up into my ring. Let's see. Step into my little world and let's see if you can take me on. Who's the first one to come out? Kyle O'Reilly. 
We saw this a couple weeks ago. Kyle basically talking about how he wanted to face Karrion Cross, And, of course, when Kyle came out to face Cameron Grimes, who was standing right before you get onto the entrance ramp, but Karrion and Scarlett. Karrion was basically making his point. Cross me, boy, and I'm going to whoop your butt. This is pretty much it. Cross me. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Let's see what you can do. Basically making him know, do not challenge me. You don't want this. Kyle comes out, basically, you know, makes his claim, makes his point, going right, you know, basically going right at Carrion. Carrion doesn't even flinch. Doesn't even flinch. He's looking at this going, what does this little boy think he can do? He can't take me on. There's no way. And lo and behold, oh my gosh, the bruiser weight, Pete Dunn, comes out, claiming that he is the best in NXT. Prove him wrong. Basically going right at Carrion, too. Pete Dunn. You're biting off more than you can chew, boy. You do not want to get in Carrion's sight. Carrion can beat you. It is highly possible. No matter what kind of joint manipulation, no matter what you try, Carrion will knock your lights out. I'm warning you. If he gets you in a cross jacket, it's done. It's over. There is no question. You are either going to tap out or you're going to pass out. It's just crazy to even fathom that Pete Dunne would even think that he was better than Carrion. I definitely think that he's better than Kyle. I, I, Pete is good. Pete is good. If you guys have not seen Pete Dunne, go look him up. He's good. He's fantastic. He's a, you know, He used to be the longest reigning NXT UK champ. Walter just beat him recently. Beat that record. But he's good. He's good. Is he Carrion Cross good? No. I just don't think he is. I don't think that he has the potential to beat Carrion. Do I think it was brave of him to to step up to Carrion? Nice job, boy. Good job. But do I think it was smart? No. But I mean, anyways, he comes out, basically says, no one's on his level. Uh, prove me wrong if you think you can. Steps up to Carrion. Again, Carrion, don't flinch. What makes Carrion flinch is Finn Balor blindsiding him from behind. Did not see Finn Balor coming from, I mean, he just come out of nowhere. Did not see Finn Balor going after Carrion again. Granted, Finn had, does have a rematch for that title, but did I see it coming so quickly? No, I did not see it. I kind of thought Finn would lay back low for a while, wait, and bide his time. No, he come out of nowhere. Carrion didn't see it coming. Carrion's literally tr trying to beat everybody up. He's getting attacked by Kyle. He's getting attacked by Pete. Carrion is actually holding his own, but Finn is the biggest problem because Finn just won't let up. Security comes out trying to get him off. The uh, security's trying to break him and Carrion up. It's just getting into a, a, a crazy fight. And the whole time Scarlet's standing outside going, what is happening? What am I getting? What have I got myself into? The whole time she's worried about Carrion and Finn's just going hog. Why? Carrion's beating the heck out of the, I mean, he's literally beating the heck out of security. Throwing security off. Classic Carrion Cross. I love it. He's showing just how dominant he really is. He's pulling a Bobby Lashley. He's just beating everybody up. Getting everybody out of that ring. Security tries to stop him. He flings him over. It gets into a fight. The problem is Finn was not the biggest issue. Dumb, 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 dumb. And I'm going to preface this again. Dumb, 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 dumb. I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano come out and a blindside carry across. 
Gargano, are you stupid? Have you hit your head? Has Bronson Reed knocked you around too many times and hit a screw loose? Has Dexter Loomis made you so stupid that you can't even see straight? You attack Karrion Cross? Have you lost your mind? You've not been on Karrion's radar. Karrion's not even looked at you. The only time that Karrion and you have ever crossed paths was when you and Tomasa had your final battle and Karrion was outside with Scarlet. That is the only time you have ever crossed paths with Karrion Cross, and he didn't come after you. He came after Tomasa. Now you've put yourself right in Karrion's crosshairs? Gargano, Gargano, Gargano. That is dumb, 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 dumb. Absolutely dumb. If you don't believe me, go ask Tommaso Ciampa what happens when you get in Karrion's sights. Go ask Damian Priest what happens when you get in Karrion's sights. Keith Lee, Finn Balor, ask anybody who's ever faced Karrion Cross. Not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. But anyways, they beat the heck out of Karrion. And then take off, running like two scalded dogs with their tails between their legs. Run, rabbit, run. Because trust me, you have just screwed up. I'm trying to figure out what they're going with this. Could we have these guys all fighting Karrion for the title? Could we, uh, could we have a match between Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and Kyle O'Reilly to determine the number one contender for Karrion Cross? Could we have all four of these guys against Karrion Cross? What are we going to have? I don't know where this is going, but I think the idea of going after Karrion? All four of you? Stupid. Dumb. Uh, kudos. I'm glad that you have the balls to go and do this, but dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's all. I'm going to preface this enough. Dumb. Of course, Romero. Remember Romero from last week? She is a fantastic. She faced Tony Storm. For those of you who didn't see it, go watch it. Fantastic debut. Love her. Zayna, fantastic. She's facing Saray. Ah, uh, the Warrior of the Sun, Saray. I love these two. I think these two are great together. I think that they're a great day. They have both had great debuts. They had great matches. I, I like it. And putting them two together in a match to showcase what they can do together is great. I mean, they both have different styles of wrestling. They're both, you know, from different broads of the spectrum. They're both, I mean, great women's match. Fantastic women's match. Of course, Saray did win that match, and I really was impressed with it. I liked it. It was a good women's match. I really liked it. Moving on to Imperium. I, we all, for those of you who don't know, Imperium's been having a lot of issues lately. I'm not quite sure what the issues are. I don't know what is going on with Walter, Bartel, Eichner, and Wolf. I can't figure this out. Bartel, Eichner, and Walter seem to be all on the same page, but I'm not quite sure about Alexander Wolf. I don't know where Wolf is going. Could Wolf be going his own way? Could he be deciding to join Killian Dane? I don't know what is going on in Wolf's head, but Walter's having a talk with Imperium, trying to explain to them what he expects to be done in NXT till he gets there from NXT UK. Typical meeting, typical meeting. Of course, Wolf walks out at the meeting. That's what leads me to wonder what is going on inside Alexander Wolf's head. What could Wolf be thinking? We all know the, the history with Dane and Wolf being insanity. We all know that history. We know that they were tag team champs together. We know that these boys are good. Could we be seeing him siding you know, with Dane? Could uh, Dane and Drake Maverick? 
Could he, you know, be tricking everyone into believing that he's turning on Imperium and he's about to bring, you know, bring Dane to Imperium? I don't know where this is going. I'm concerned because Wolf might be biting off more than he can chew if he turns on Imperium. Bartell and Eichner, they're pretty, like, pretty easy to deal with, but when you put them with Walter, it gets dangerous. It gets downright nasty dangerous. I don't know if there's jealousy involved. I don't know if Wolf feels like he's being cheated out of things. I don't know where this is going. So I'm interested to see where NXT Creative takes this and where the storyline is going to go. It's looking like Wolf may be getting ready to defect. I don't know. We're going to see where this is going with Alexander Wolf. Of course, Tony Storm tries to attack Zaya, and Zoe Stark catches her. Tony, 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 you had your time. You lost to Zanea. Why in the world would you even consider? And I know you're jealous of Zoe Stark. I know you are. I know you are. But I'm telling you guys, Tony Storm is good. She is. She is fantastic. She is phenomenal. I love her. Zoe Stark, though, is impressing me because this girl's not afraid to step up to management and say, I want a shot. She's not afraid to, she's not in the back like Tony and some of the others do, sitting and waiting on an opportunity to drop in her lap. No, she's making opportunities. She's asking for opportunities. She's doing what she needs to do to get to where she needs to be. Do I see Tony and Zoe eventually fighting? Oh, yes, I do. I see it coming. The storm is brewing. I'm not quite sure if Zoe realizes it's brewing, but Zoe's had enough of Tony's bullying of the women's division. She's had enough of it, and I don't blame Zoe one single bit. I'm with Zoe on that one. The women's division needs to get their act together and stop bullying each other and start supporting each other, whether you like each other or not. I like Zoe. I like where Zoe's going. I like, you know, the fact that she's not afraid to... She's not so shy away from an opportunity. She steps up and says, Hey, Mr. Regal, give me this opportunity. I'm willing to take it. I don't care if I lose or not. I want an opportunity. I like that. There needs to be more women in the division that does this. That steps up and says, Hey, I need an opportunity. I've been sitting in the back, waiting on, you know, watching these other people take opportunities from me. I'm tired of them taking opportunities. I want an opportunity now. I like that. I like that with Zoe. I like it a lot. <sighs> L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. What can I say about L.A. Knight? But boring. I don't like the way they're pushing L.A. Knight. They're making L.A. Knight look like he's some kind of fantastic person that you know, we're just all going to be on board with, that we're going to like, and that we're just going to be like, ooh, give him a title shot. Uh-uh. L.A. Knight's not ready. He's not ready for this. He's not ready for an NXT title. He's not ready for even a tag title. Heck, he's not even ready for a North American title. He's not even ready for the Cruiserweight title. He's not ready for any title. Heck, if they would let him have the women's titles, he would not be ready for those either. L.A. Knight is just, I mean, he's good. He was fantastic. He, I mean, he really is. But he was good in impact. He's not big leagues in NXT, but he seems to claim that he is. And the fact that they put him against Jake Atlas. I love Jake Atlas. I've liked him since they did the, you know, the thing for the Cruiserweight title when Jordan Devlin got stuck over in the UK and couldn't come to defend it. Atlas showcased what he could do. Atlas was great in that cruiserweight, you know, title. He was great in that tournament. I mean, fantastic. 
And to me, WWE is not giving Jake Atlas credit where credit's due. They're not giving Jake Atlas enough screen time, enough air time, enough time to shine. And you're going to put him against L.A. Knight? Really? L.A. Knight? We all know that was going to be a squash match from the beginning. Because they're so high on L.A. Knight right now, it's not even funny. If you put L.A. Knight against Karrion Cross right now, Karrion Cross would tear him apart. If you put L.A. Knight against Johnny Gargano right now, Johnny Gargano would tear him apart. Heck, if you put him against Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, they'd tear him apart. L.A. Knight's just not ready for this. He's not. He couldn't even beat MSK. He's just not ready for it. And you're pushing him so hard because you think, oh, he's the greatest thing we've got in NXT right now. Uh uh. There are better people in that back room that deserve more credit than LA Knight does. Granted, LA Knight won the match. Of course he did. Who didn't see that coming? Classic squash match. Who didn't see it coming? You guys may disagree. You might like L.A. Knight. And, I mean, if you do, give me a shout-out. Tell me what you think. Me, personally, as a wrestling fan, I'm not on board with L.A. Knight quite yet. I'm not quite sure about L.A. Knight. I don't know whether I like him or whether I... I just don't. I don't know about him. I'm just not sure. Okay, now to the Indy Hartwell Candace storyline. We And the Dexter Loomis storyline. I'm loving this storyline. I'm loving this whole thing with Candace and Indy, and The Way, and Dexter. Do I want to see Dexter finally get the girl? Yes, I do. I want to see this happen. And like I told you guys last week, I believe Candace and Johnny and Austin were setting Ember and Shotzi up. Dexter didn't send that stuff to Shotzi and Ember. No, Candace and the rest of them did to pull Indy away from this whole thing. To control Indy. To hold Indy down. Dexter literally is doing everything. Except throw, literally throwing himself at Indy. To try to get Indy to notice. Hey, hey, hey. I'm here. I, I, I see you. This is building. This is building to something major. Something that maybe Candace and the rest of them don't see coming. It's building. I mean, come on. There's pictures of Indy and him in their, in their locker room. You know, there's flowers. He's standing in front of the window with the black lights on, and you can see him. Candace tries to ditch all this stuff, closes the blinds. Yeah, it's obvious Candace and them are toying with Indy. It's obvious they're the ones doing all this. They're stirring the pot. You can only stir the pot for so long before it boils over, and this is going to boil, boil over in the worst way possible. Well, would I love to see Indy and let Dexter get together? Oh, yes, I would. Oh, I'm with Beth Phoenix and some of the some of y'all out there in the NXT universe. Love to see these two together. I love it. Come on, guys. Give us what we want. Give us what we want. Give us Dexter and Indy. Candace is trying. You can only block it for so long before the block doesn't work anymore. And your little plans get foiled and the pot boils over. It, it doesn't take long for it to happen. Mercedes Martinez and Raquel Gonzalez. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Raquel Gonzalez is a heck of an NXT champ. She gave Io Shirai a run for her money at Stand and Deliver. And she did a great job. She's a really good NXT champ. I think she deserves more credit than what WWE is giving her. They're so busy trying to push Mercedes Martinez that we're just tired of seeing it. Mercedes Martinez is good. I'm not going to say the girl isn't. 
because she is. She is fantastic. I've seen her in singles matches. She's given EO a run for her money. She's given Dakota Kai a run for her money. She's given almost every girl she's ever faced a run for her money. Even the Robert Stone brand. She's, I mean, she, Shotzi Blackheart, she's given a lot of them a run for their money. Do I think Mercedes Martinez should be NXT champ? No. Not yet. Do I think that she could be NXT champ one day? Yes, but right now, no. Because you're not fa playing fair to Raquel Gonzalez, who has proven time and time and time and time again that she is a dang good wrestler, she's a darn good champ, and she can do whatever she sets her mind to, with or without Dakota Kai. She doesn't need Dakota on her coattails to prove that she can win a match. She proved it in Stand and Deliver. She didn't have Dakota. It was just her and Io. Fair fight. She's proven it. You don't need to put Mercedes Martinez in the middle of this. I don't. I mean, to me, WWE is just pushing Mercedes Martinez to the point we're, we're sick of seeing it. I, I, I'm tired of it. I want them to have Raquel and Mercedes fight and let Raquel beat her butt and prove she's not ready to be champ yet. She's not up there yet. She's not ready. She's just not. To me, she's not. You guys may disagree, but I don't like it. They're trying to make another Shane. I mean, to me, this is my opinion. You could be wrong. I could be wrong. This is my opinion. They're trying to make her Shayna Baszler. Baszler was dominant in her time. She's still dominant now. Shayna is Shayna. You can't catch lightning in a bottle twice. It's just not going to happen. Mercedes Martinez is Mercedes Martinez. She needs to be Mercedes, be herself, and stop trying to make her the next Shayna Baszler because she's not. She's just not. There's just no way. Moving on. Ember Moon and Sussie Blackheart, I love them to death. I absolutely love this tag team. I do. I love them as tag team champs. They're fantastic. What do they find in their tank? Once again, I told you guys, she keeps sticking her nose where it doesn't belong, and she's going to keep pissing off the women's division, and she's going to get her butt whooped. Prince, her little Pomeranian, in Shotzi's tank. And what does Prince leave them but a nice little present? Puppy doo-doo. Lovely, in the tank. We all know Frankie Monet put them there. Put her, put that dog there, just to make a point. Frankie, 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 Frankie. I'm going to tell you one more time. Stop poking the women's division. You're not going to like what you get. You're going to poke the wrong person. And you're going to come back out with a butt whooping you will not like. Please stop poking the viper. Please, please, please. Stop. Cameron Grimes wanting to go celebrate his win. Ah, Cameron Grimes. Here we go again with another part to Cameron Grimes' story. Another twist in the Cameron Grimes, Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man storyline. He tries to get into the Vanguard room to have a party, a celebration. He finds out that the entire building has been rented out and he's not on the list. And when he's trying to figure out what's going on, he's Cameron Grimes. You know, he's got all this money. Why can't he be on the list? Who shows up? Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. I love this. I'm not quite sure where NXT is going with this, but I like it. I like it a lot. Could, you know, Million Dollar Man be pushing Cameron Grimes to that new status of a new possible Million Dollar Man? Uh, are we going to see Ted DiBiase versus Cameron Grimes? What are we going to see? I don't know, 
but I like the storyline. I like where it's going. I, I really do. I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Now we move on to the main event. Yay! The girls get to main event again. Thank you, WWE. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't emphasize enough how I love the women's division getting to main event. I'm talking about the women's tag team match. A street fight against Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Yay! Finally, my girls get to showcase what they can do on a main event scale. And boy, do they ever. This street fight is downright dirty. Dirty, 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 dirty. Granted, we won't be seeing Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory because they realize they pushed Carrie across too far and they tight-tailed it out of there before they got caught. So... It's good not to see Gargano. Gives Candace a chance to shine and show what she can do because Gargano, I'm sorry, it seems like he's stealing Candace's thunder, and I don't like that. Candace needs to show what Candace can do without Gargano. Boy, do her and Indy do. I mean, her, Indy, Ember, and Shotzi, great freaking match. Great match. I loved it. Fantastic street fight. Fantastic. Of course, I wasn't sure. I was kind of hoping both, either one would key, or either one would have the tag belts. I was happy in a way because in the end, Candace and Indy did get the tag belts. Yay, Candace! Yay, Indy! Finally, Candace gets to have a belt. Finally. My problem is, is I don't know how long Indy and Candace will be able to hold it. You've got a lot more tougher tag teams in that division right now that could really put a hurting on them keeping these titles. It could really put their titles in jeopardy. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. Of course, you've got the Dexter Loomis story going on, and now you've got Karrion Cross. It's not looking good for the way. You've got two twisted, sadistic people right in your review mirror coming right for you. It can only end bad. It can, there's only one way it's going to end, and that's bad. I'm happy that Candace and Indy won. I'm looking forward to seeing what these girls will do with their the tag belts. I'm happy Candace finally got a belt. Thank you, WWE, for finally recognizing just how hard of a worker this girl really is. I'm excited to see it. I really am. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Now, as you guys know, I always do the ones to watch. Especially if I find a match that's really good that's coming up, you know, in the next couple of weeks or the next week that you guys might want to pay attention to. So I have a few here that I consider my ones to watch for NXT. One of them is the two out of three falls count anywhere match. It's NXT Cruiserweight title match, Koshida versus Santos Escobar. Please let Koshida win this one. I mean, this would be a really, 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 really bad thing for to have Koshida win this title and then turn around and only get to keep it for not even more than a month and lose it. Do I see Legardo El Fantasma getting involved in this match? Oh, yes, I do. Do I possibly see MSK getting involved in this match? Oh, yes, I do. This is a match I really think you guys would love to watch. I think it's going to be a classic match. I'm interested to see how this match is going to go down. My second one to watch... Finally, NXT is listening to me. They're finally listening to the, the, you know, the WWE Universe. They're finally listening. We're finally going to see the Women's Championship match against Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez. Let's get this over with. Let's end this now. Let's you know finish this feud and let Raquel move on to bigger and better things than Mercedes Martinez. Let's just get it over with. Get it done. 
Of course, the main match, the match that I think is going to be one to really seriously watch, I mean really watch, of course, is Austin Theory and Karrion Cross. This match is going to be fantastic. It's going to be it's going to be fun seeing how this is going to go with Karrion and Austin. I see this match being seriously Karrion whooping him all over the place. And if Gargano gets involved, oh, it's going to be even worse for Gargano. I see this being a seriously the real match to watch because this match is going to be... I'm excited about this match. This match is going to be fantastic. Now moving on to NXT UK for 5-6. NXT UK, I've talked about these. If you guys have not seen NXT UK, anybody in NXT UK, go look up NXT UK on social media. Go to Peacock, if you have Peacock, and go to the WWE Network and watch NXT UK. These, this is, there's great talent in this, in this division. There is really, really, really a lot of good performers and a lot of good wrestlers in this division. Not just the men, but the women too. I'm telling you guys, NXT UK is something to see. It's fantastic. The first match of the night, of course, is Ivanov Dragonoff versus David Massive. Let me start off with Dragonoff. Dragonoff is someone I'm telling you you're going to want to look up. He is fantastic. He is incredible. He actually had a match with Walter and for the UK Championship and almost defeated Walter. He's the only man in NXT UK that I've ever seen come close to beating Walter. He gave Walter a run for his money. So go look up Dragunov. He is fantastic. David Massive, another good wrestler. Fant I mean, fantastic in the ring, fantastic on the mic, fantastic at everything he does. Look him up too. He's, he's had some incredible matches in NXT UK. And you really need to go watch them. And of course they both had a match. This match was brutal. This match was a brutal, brutal match. And it ended in a very brutal fashion. Dragunov doing a final finishing move. And he hit, must have hit Mastiff the wrong way. Nailed him the wrong way. Elbow could have hit. You know, anything could have happened. And Mastiff, David Mastiff, is busted wide open. I mean, it's bad. It's so bad that the ref stops the match. Dragunov wins by medical stoppage because it was so bad they could not allow Mastiff to continue this match. You could tell from watching the match, Dragunov was really concerned after the match was over because he realized how bad Mastiff was hurt and it kind of shook him up a little bit. So I'm kind of interested to see if this feud is over, I hope David Mastiff is okay because he's a great performer. I, I, I like David Mastiff, so I'm kind of, as a wrestling fan, I'm concerned when you do a medical stoppage. It's not something good. It, it, it can't be anything good out of it. So I'm interested to see where this is going to go. But like I said, we'll see. Ah, the Supernova Sessions. Noam Dar. Gotta love Noam Dar. He is fantastic. He has this little thing called the Supernova Sessions. It's kind of like Ding Dong Hello, but it's it's a little bit more classic. It's a little bit more laid back. I kind of like Dar doing this. It's kind of neat. But, of course, like I said, Supernova Sessions was knowing Dar. He had Shay Samuels on there with him as his co-host. And he brought out Nathan Frazier. 
Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier is killer. If you have not seen Nathan Frazier, you need to go look him up. You need to go to your network. You need to go to your social media, YouTube, wherever you get it. Go look at Nathan Frazier. The boy is on fire. I love him. But they had Nathan Frazier on. And basically, he asked Frazier why he changed his name. Frazier originally was from NXT. He came to NXT UK, and he changed his name. Frazier did it because that's what you mean. Come on. That's just what you do when you go from one brand to another. That's what you do. That's just how it is. Sometimes you can't take the name you had with you to the next brand. That's just the law of the land. Samuels, of course. Shay Samuels, another Billy, bad butt in the ring. I mean, woo, woo, big man, big, big man. Basically, tells Frazier he doesn't think he belongs in NXT because he's not British. Uh, excuse me? Come again? Huh? You've got people from India. You've got people from Ireland, Scotland, England, Germany, Russia. You've got them from all over the place. Samuel. Where are you getting this? They're from NXT UK is from everywhere. I mean, you've got some that have come from the United States that come over there to help, you know, to wrestle in NXT UK because it's the premium next to NXT. It's the premium brand. It's where you want to be. Why in the world would you say that about Frazier? Frazier is good. He belongs in NXT UK. There's no question that he doesn't. So to say that, what? Huh? Uh, okay, whatever, whatever. Dara tells him that he doesn't think he'll last long in the ring with him. Oh, Dara, wrong thing to do, Noam. Wrong thing to do. You don't tell someone that they cannot last long in the ring with you. It does not turn out well for you. And guess what? It didn't. Because Frazier asked Dara, are you challenging me to a fight? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're getting at? Sam Bills opens up his mask and goes, Yes, he's challenging you to a fight. Dar is horrified. He cannot believe that Samuels just put him in a match with Nathan Frazier. He's like, uh-uh. I didn't that's not what I was saying. No, 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 So guess what? Dar's gonna face Frazier next week. Way to go, Samuels. Way to go, Shay Samuels. You just set him up for a fall. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Come again. Now, there is this group. It consists of Flip Williams. It consists of his partner and, of course, Jenny. They call themselves the subculture. They cut a killer promo bringing in their, basically letting everyone know about their new faction. Their faction is fantastic. They are absolutely fantastic. All three of these people are just incredible and you're putting them together in a faction look at nxt uk it's about to get nasty it's about to get ugly it's about to get downright dirty and subcor subculture's promo killer 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 i'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do i'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to handle things i'm excited about this i really am i'm looking forward to it of course, then we have Trent Seven and Sax, Saxon Hughley. What can I say about Trent Seven other than Daddy? Fantastic wrestler. He is a veteran. He's part of one half of Mustache Mountain. 
fantastic wrestler. Saxon Hughley? Oh! Incredible! You put these two together, and it's fantastic. Of course, Trent's had some problems with Sam Greg Gradwell, who's been acting a little crazy as of late, thinking that Trent is over the hill, a little out of his leg, needs to retire, and he's been giving Trent and, you know, Mustache Mountain a little bit of a problem. So, who better than to show up in a match than Sam? He shows up on the Titan Tron and tries to mess up Trent and tries to make, you know, Trent lose the match. Guys, we all know sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't, and it backfired in the worst way. Trent, of course, wins that match. Kudos to Trent. Yes, I am proud of you, Seven. Now, this was the match I was talking about. This was the match that concerned me. This was the match that I told you guys was going to be the match you needed to watch. Of course, it is the main event. It is no DQ. Loser leaves NXT UK forever. Amir Jordan versus Kenny Williams. I told you guys where I stood about Amir Jordan. Amir Jordan is incredible. Have you not seen him? I'm telling you, go check out Amir Jordan. This boy is a young gender mahal. I love Amir Jordan. I can't say anything better about Amir Jordan than fantastic. Kenny Williams, great, but a bully. I have a big problem with Kenny Williams. So I told you guys a couple weeks ago when Amir signed this contract, I panicked. Because I thought this was the dumbest mistake that Amir could ever have made in his entire career to face him in an ODQ match. Loser leaves NXT UK forever. I didn't like this match. I was worried about this match. Great match! Fantastic match! Amir really showcased what he could do. Kenny showcased what he could do. They were pulling out everything. Tables, chairs. Uh, they pulled out a screwdriver, a wrench. They pulled out everything. Amir, Kenny, fantastic job, boys. Y'all really brought everything to the table. You laid it out on the line. You finished this feud in classic style. What upset me was that Amir lost the match to Kenny Williams. We all know what that means. He has to leave NXT UK forever. As he was leaving the ring, he looked back toward the ring and back toward the cameras, tears falling down his face as he says goodbye. That bugged me. Now, I'm not quite sure. And most of the time when a loser leaves anything like NXT, WWE, any of that, we're going to see him pop up in another brand somewhere. Could we see Amir pop up in NXT? Oh, I would love that. I would be excited because then you guys would get to see Amir Jordan show what he can do. Could we see Amir be heading, like Monsoor did, to Raw or SmackDown? Goody, 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 we could see Amir there. I don't know where NXT UK creative is going with this. Is this the last of Amir Jordan? Or are we going to see him somewhere else? Could he later on come back as a different character? We don't know. But this was the match I told you guys I was worried about. And this, this match was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Amir was going to lose and we were going to see him leave. Sad to see Amir go. Amir, I, if you're, I know sometimes you guys listen. If you're listening, I wish you the best in your future endeavors. I'm hoping to get to see you in NXT or possibly Raw or SmackDown or maybe on another promotion. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do with your career. I'm looking forward to the whole thing. I just really am. 
this was the match I told you guys I was worried about, and it proved, I mean, it proved to be a great match, but it proved to be a match that I was right. I did not like it. Amir should have never signed to it. Can't change it now. It's over. Again, guys, thank you guys for listening. Without you guys, there would be no In the Ring with Brandy, and I appreciate it. I, 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 I love getting your feedback. I love hearing from you guys, so please follow me on social media on my Facebook. Go to my Twitter on Wrestling Nights, Nights with a Z, and tell me what you think. Or go to my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. Give me your opinions on anything wrestling. I love to hear what you guys have got to say on any promotion. I, you know, I love your feedback. I want to, you know, hear what you guys got to say. Your opinions on this. I'm, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. Like I told you guys, without you guys, there would be no me. And I guess that's all we have for this time. I guess I'll see you guys next time with more wrestling action. Have a good night.